You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. We all have a face that we hide away forever, and we take them out and show ourselves when everyone has gone. Some are satin, some are steel, some are silk, and some are leather. They're the faces of The Stranger, but we love to try them on. That is, of course, The Stranger by Billy Joel, a song about how we think we know somebody. We often hardly know that person at all. The Stranger is the collective for the unknown things about a person. Although we share many secrets, there are some we never tell. And when police officers go undercover, yeah, this is the segue. Follow me through this. They do everything possible to gain the confidence of their targets, knowing them and all their faces until the truth comes out. Which brings us to Netflix's newest suspense film starring Joel Edgerton and Sean Harris, The Stranger. Edgerton plays Mark, an undercover Australian police officer who forms an intense relationship with Henry, played by Sean Harris, who is a murder suspect. Mark forms this friendship in an attempt to earn Henry's trust to get him to confess to the crime that he's suspected of, risking both of their lives in the process. This film was inspired by the 2008 murder investigation of Daniel Morcombe in Queensland, Australia, Morcombe's disappearance was one of the most extensively investigated crimes in Queensland's and in Australia's history. This film follows the final stages of that investigation. The police suspect Henry of the abduction of a young teen eight years prior to the start of the movie, but with lack of proof, they craft an intricate ploy in order to lure Henry into a place where he may or may not confess to the crime he may or may not have committed. I am T.C. DeWitt of the Screener Squad, and I am joined by my fellow true crime enthusiasts, Neil. Hello. And Ray. Hello. All right. uh, So do we want to attempt to do this entire thing in Australian accents? Because I don't feel comfortable doing it. Oh, no. My Australian (sighs) accent is shit. I don't because, uh, spoiler, this is what I think in the movie. Your intro had more energy and excitement than this entire movie. (laughs) So trying to put energy into a bad australian accent this movie isn't worth it in my opinion i i won't disagree i thought about maybe doing this entire entire review like this like if everybody just sort of just quietly mumbled i'm gonna keep my voice down too because this movie did that it just sucks the color and the energy and the volume out of everything around it. everything yeah and we just plod through this there are four times four times in this movie Anyone raises their voice in any degree for any reason. Remember that mm-hmm. number? I'm going to come back to it later. Four okay, times. The magic number of four. But it, this movie just kind of shuffles along. And maybe, spoiled by being American and all these crazy crimes and crazy crime shows we have, that this couldn't equal that. Because you're waiting for 
oh, is this guy like a serial killer? And he's killed like hundreds mm-hmm. of kids yeah. Yeah, or term, whatever. The like they get to the point of possibly a confession. Not enough. Here, he would have been in his second or third trial by then. Like, so yeah. this movie's so low key. Our main character is played by an excellent actor, but in this role is just present. He almost <laughs> cries once, but nope, nope. Chokes it back. Nope. Chokes it back. Keep it, keep it together. Keep it together. And just, this movie just kind of rolls on. I would say it's more boring than anything, and that might be the spoiled, crazy high octane American me expecting they got to equal all the crazy like Hannibal Lecter's and all this that we have. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this movie was just it was just meh. Yeah, yeah, right. I will agree that I, I think Neil is right in that this is something that we expect to move along a lot faster. We expect, you know, ooh, he's undercover. So there's going to be, you know, there's going to be things that go wrong and there's going to be, you know, times he almost gets caught. And there's going to be, you know, maybe some guns or some drugs or some, any, anything. I mean, we're, it, you're right. Like, I guess we are spoiled. I mean, I expected there to be <laughs> something else, but there's not. Now, I don't think that that is as bad a thing as it sounds like, Neil, you think it is? Um, I think that this is an interesting choice for them to make to do this film this way but i still don't think it was probably successful because i think that they don't even give the actors that place to stretch and be these incredible performances they could have been these incredibly in-depth these incredibly nuanced these incredibly wonderful even if they were understated they still could have been these meaty performances and the two lead actors, I mean, yeah, they're on the screen most of the entire film, but I never, f- I don't feel what I wanted to feel from them. I don't get a sense of urgency or depth or, or a lot of anything out of them. And that's a shame to say, because you're right. I mean, especially in Joel Edgerton, we, we've got this wonderful actor and I, I think they missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting that this movie was produced during COVID and I think it shows this was produced in 2020 once the restrictions sort of lessened in Australia, they were able to produce this movie. I don't know why they put the the time restriction on them to get this done. Maybe it was an option deal or what have you. But this feels so limited. It feels like a stage play. It doesn't feel like an intense film leading up to this. And there's a lot of things playing here that you two both just discussed. And it's our, maybe it's our Americanism. Maybe it's the other true crime fiction and based on true events type movies we've seen there's a key difference here than in something say like Donnie Brasco where the only person not in the know is Sean Harris's character normally in a situation like this if there's an undercover cop who is trying to get a confession or get proof from someone they get embroiled into a criminal organization and they're deep undercover and at any point they're going to risk exposing themselves and the gangsters are going to turn on them and oh you're a cop kill him no the entire criminal organization here is fake it's a whole fraud a whole scenario just to capture this one guy it's a flash mob playing mobsters and on one hand that's a good way to put it and on one hand that feels like incredible overkill to catch one guy but on the other hand that's very insensitive to this child who was kidnapped and murdered and they're trying to catch the person who did this so i wish this much effort went into every investigation especially when it comes to abduction cases 
So I'm sort of conflicted in like their whole plan here, their whole situation just to capture one guy. Like, yeah, get him. But also, this is a lot for one dude. Yeah, no, I, I, I get you, TC. I think the scale of it, it, when you think of it that way, the scale of it, the scale of what they actually went through to get this guy is amazing. Mm-hmm. But that's just it. I Even with the scale... I kind of don't get the scale. Yeah, it's you know because even with the fact that there's, uh, like you said, the entire criminal organization, if you will, is is the cops and is fake. We only see then again maybe what six guys. Mm-hmm. You know, we we very rarely there's only two occasions where we really see even the people back at headquarters, if you will, you know, the larger police station or whatever they're they're working out of, um, and and where there might be a prosecutor behind the scenes or somebody else. So we even, and maybe this is a COVID thing, like you said, they couldn't have been many actors in one place or something. Yeah. I don't know. We know there's a scale there that's really huge because they've told us and they've shown us some, but we don't get, again, the hugeness of that scale mm, in yeah. a lot of ways. My assumption was Australia does not have the level of crime or acts like this. So when it does happen, it's kind of all hands on deck and to the race point when they show the there's two officers detectives kind of leading this back at the station it feels completely out of place in this movie because it's shot different it's shot you think it's a parallel or a flashback like you can't tell what it is the first few times they go to it because it's so disjointed mm-hmm. from i think the first hour of this movie is all at night they're moving by bus yeah. by night and or mostly whatever. in vehicles yeah <laughs> it's could if this was in America, it would have been much more high paced and co-sponsored by Ford or Cadillac <laughs> or somebody. Like there would have been a whole different take on it than this slow, low, dark crawl. To the ending's really not satisfying because it's a yeah, it's not maybe there's this shaky kind of cut, and you're like okay, and we. Lorraine and I talked about it afterwards. Oh, it's it's off of a real case, a real book. They know an outcome, but they don't decide to do any of that. There's no plate that comes up with this, even this fictional version of it, like what happened next. Nothing. You're just mm-hmm. you're slowly driven to a, a medium sized cliff and then just dropped off at the end. Yeah, we had to go look everything up because we were just so. Yeah. Oh my God! What? What? What did they? Get? Okay. A movie should not have you doing homework after <laughs> or uh, it's fine if you want to look into the case and whatnot but you shouldn't have to to get some sort of closure and that's what i had to do as well i'm like well well uh, tell me what happened here what what this feels like is a netflix true crime documentary which there are plenty of the streaming service could just be true crime murder shows if they wanted it to be and it feels like they took one of those and then sucked out all the interviews that give you the backstory of what characters are doing and what people are doing as they lead through it. And just left us with the dramatization of the events leading through the investigation. And it feels like it's missing so much because we don't understand enough of who these investigators are and how they're slowly closing in on this guy. It just feels so limited. Limited is a good word. For this being the largest investigation in Queensland's history, this movie shouldn't feel so small is my problem with it. Perfect way to put it. So, And that's not to say that Harris and Edgerton aren't doing well. You said they never get a moment to truly shine. I think they show just how effortless it is for them to act sometimes because they just seem so comfortable in these roles and playing these characters. 
it feels very much like they lived in these roles and just breezed through this movie not in a lazy way but just in a very comfortable wow these are very talented actors and this is just a saturday for them no yeah and and i agree with that in the in the fact that as an actor you do want to sit in a role you do want it to feel to your audience like you really are that person whether you're a serial killer or not you don't have to be a serial killer to play a serial killer but you want people to think that you know that you you could be that that you are that and i agree they do sit in these roles very well it's just that I think, again, limited as is in the acting. I believe mm-hmm. them. Don't get me wrong. I believe I believe their characters the whole time. With these actors, I really wanted to see um, more. more. I, I just, yeah, mm-hmm. limited. I feel like they were limited. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Wright directed this. He's an Australian director. He did, the one that I know him from is Sweet Country. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone's familiar with that. So he's not an incapable director, but honestly, the director who could have pulled this off with much more intensity and much more tension and suspense and fear for everything that's happening is Joel Edgerton because Ah, he is a great director in his own right. And he is excellent at crafting suspense and tension in the few films he's done. I was disappointed to see he wasn't the director on this. Ooh, maybe we should go back and remake this and and fund it. with. Well, unfortunately, we got what we got, and uh, well, there's only so much that can be said about this because it's a true story, because this film is so, as I said, the word of the day, limited. Ah, limited! (laughs) (laughs) There's only so much we can say about this, so let's just wrap up some tiny little final thoughts here in the lowest, slowest, most intense voice you can. Or not. You choose. Ray, go ahead. Yeah, when this movie started... I kind of liked that low, slow pace. I liked that they were trying something different. We've discussed the fact that maybe as Americans we're used to, ooh, all actions and shoot 'em ups and you know investigations are so intense and they've they've got so many moving parts and so much money behind them and oh my god. But I kind of liked the fact that they were trying to show us maybe what it is really like. Maybe it's not that you know maybe. Yeah, you are just sitting with a guy for months. Mm-hmm. Maybe part of investigative work and part of undercover investigative work, maybe there's some boring shit to it. You know, I, I don't know. I don't do this for a living. You know, I imagine it's not all guns ablaze in every second, though. And I kind of appreciated that at first. But then as we wore on and the movie never hit another level, that it didn't seem to ramp that up in any way, that the intensity, even though they were trying to portray it, never quite got there. I ended up being yeah a little bored, unfortunately, and I and I don't like that because again we have two good actors and we have what should have been a very very compelling story, and I so I'm not I liked what they tried to do at first, but I, I'm not sure it worked, and I'm not sure who I recommend this to now at, at the end of the day because again we've got both better undercover movies out there we've got better crime movies out there and as you pointed out we've got better joel edgerton movies out there i know that it played can and you know good good on it but i got it at the end of the day go probably right down the middle and give this 5.5 out of 10 teeny tiny tape recorders <laughs> do you hear that noise do you, shh, do you hear shh, that noise shh. i don't know what that was <laughs> neil i know nothing about this coming in i know very little coming out um, there are very few stakes that, as we understand it in this movie, I mean, you made reference to the, what's that noise? That is the closest we get to potentially something actually tense. And there might be a, 
a blow up or the whole thing falls apart. And we don't even get that close. It's slow. It's low. It's dark. We've all said this. <clears throat> I didn't enjoy this. This might be this the stupid American need action all the time, need to be on the edge of other going to get caught and killed, given cement shoes, thrown at the bottom of the Hudson River, whatever. I don't know. This didn't, this didn't work. I do recommend you go to Netflix and in the search bar, you type in the stranger, but you click on the other stranger, which by default Netflix will bring up. It's a series from 2020 <laughs> called the stranger, which has Richard Armitage and Anthony head and Stephen Ray and Hannah John Coleman in it. Much better, much more suspense, much more stakes at hand. Don't click on the second stranger. Click on the 2020 <laughs> stranger. I'm going to give this four out of ten times a drama where someone actually raises their voice when trying to find a child killer. Oh, Brad, way to bring it back around. That That's good job. That's good. <laughs> uh, this is an intriguing case, and it could have been a more intriguing film. It checks off the true crime documentary boxes without ever actually being a documentary. So if true crime is your jam, I I suppose I recommend this, but I, I'm more going to recommend Nitram, which is another Australian true crime biopic and came out earlier this year, and it's much more intense, much more suspenseful, much more upsetting for the result of what it was. Edgerton and Harris are really fantastic actors, and they do make stuff like this look easy. And maybe it's the COVID beards, but I believe them as these creeps, both the good creep and the bad creep. But this movie isn't as large as it deserves to be. As I said, it's more of a play than a film. It was filmed during COVID, and maybe I'm a basic American, but a more polished Hollywood version of this would make a better movie. All in all, I'm not walking away from this moved or thrilled. Just sort of disappointed, but I can see who this might be for. So grab your red wine and your Cheetos and find Where is Daniel? It's a true crime documentary about this case. And then, if you're curious, give this a watch and see everything they got wrong. And I'm giving The Stranger 4 out of 10 cigarettes. Cigarettes? I would recommend, uh, if we're sticking with Australian crime, The Dry from last year or so with Eric Bana, which is slow. And a burn, but it's shot almost all during the day. It's bright, mm -hmm. it's arid, and there's real stakes the entire film. And it pays off spectacularly yes. Yes. for its slow so burn. Nice. Glad, glad to hear someone else recommend that movie because yes, 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 the dry, awesome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's there. You go. You got this review with recommendations for other things to watch. <laughs> 